0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, the Doc Rivers interview brought to you by Converse Basketball. To the hometown team, congratulations on bringing home number 17. Good morning, Doc. How you feeling?
1: Uh, well, uh, I'm tired, <laughs> but it's a good tired.
0: How, how many hours sleep have you gotten since last we saw you at the garden Tuesday night, early Wednesday? Oh,
1: not much. I think two the first night and uh, probably about five last night, mm-hmm. so... I'm getting. I'm working my way to eight hours.
0: Hey, we heard a nasty rumor, and Jerry, I will have to give my partner credit here. Came up with this, the dress shirt that was soaked in the red Gatorade. We could auction this off for huge bucks because you know what? It was a it was a monumental, groundbreaking event because nobody gets Gatoraded on an NBA floor. We heard that you threw the shirt away.
1: No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's. We're not going to do that, but I, I like the uh, the idea of auctioning it off. I think that would be pretty cool. Can we do that? Cha- you want
0: to do the it? Charity of your choice. Yeah, Doug.
1: Shamrock Foundation. Whatever you say. Well, it's it's funny. The guys who obviously make my clothes from ECC, they, they called me and they wanted it, and I said no. We're going to auction it off. So you know what? I'm going to give it to you guys to auction off.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And your ch- with Shamrock Foundation. Yes. Terrific. Excellent. I love we'll it. I think tomorrow. that's a
1: great idea. Yeah. Want we'll
0: yeah. to do it tomorrow? We'll do it tomorrow. It's,
1: we'll it. it's sitting in my um, closet, hanging, actually. It doesn't look right with the other things. You say, that's get, so it, it. Get, it,
2: get it washed and pressed. And no, then we'll no, do no, 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 no. You just, just kidding. No wash.
0: <laughs> hey, is, is, the, is the bucket around
1: somewhere? Uh, you know, I could get it. I'm sure. Yeah, get the bucket. That would make but a nice little bucket. double thing, huh? I, mean, the bucket's I tell not for a unique. little bucket. A lot of a lot right. of Gatorade came out of that thing. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Put a
2: little package together. Yeah, the bucket get, and the shirt together. together. Terrific. We don't want Doc to sign it, do we? Yeah, yeah we do. You want to sign the Absolutely. shirt? Absolutely.
1: We we should get myself and Paul. Don't sign the to sign pink.
2: It. don't sign the pink part. The pink
1: part. No, <laughs> is the unique it's, part. it's mostly pink. You know what? Symbolically,
0: have you and Paul sign it over the heart. Yeah. I love that. You like that. You guys, you, are you guys in the marketing department? We're not as stupid as we look, Doc. <laughs> hey, uh, let, me, let me go forward chronologically to like 20 years from now because there's a bunch of stuff we want to talk to you about. But, but Doc, and, and, and maybe this is a more fair question to ask you in a week or two, what particular basketball moment this year, and you can start in Rome if you want, will you play over and over and over again in your mind five and ten and 20 years from now when you remember the season?
1: Wow, there's a lot of them yeah. d j Brown's shot against Cleveland <laughs> is actually one that I would remember right off the top um uh, but I would say Rome in general um just the um the first exhibition game I remember after the game walking in with my coaches and and I said, if we stay healthy and and if we continue to buy in, I think there's gonna be very tough for a team to beat us four times mm-hmm. in in a series. Did they
2: ever stop buying in, Doc?
1: No, they really didn't. Um, you know, there was times when the, I think they got tired, when they or not tired, just mentally with some of the defensive things we were doing. Uh, there were times, you know, there were certain games where the ball movement stopped, where one guy wasn't scoring or didn't get touches, and uh, you had to remind them of the goal. But overall, overall, it pretty much uh, it stayed pretty much on task. I thought. Uh, all three of the guys, the big threes, leadership uh, in that w- were phenomenal. You know, it's, it's, with the young guys, it, you'd be amazed how many times you have to remind them about mm-hmm. team play and things like that. Um, and when you have veterans like well, like those three guys and P.J. Brown coming in and Sam and Pose, and um, I think it makes it a lot easier.
0: Doc, the nature of your job—it seems to me—changed uh, from one off-season to the next. Obviously, a year ago with the young team and the 24 losses and the 18 in a row, 24 wins and 18 losses, there was one you know set of standards as what you were trying to accomplish. This year, obviously, with a new cast of characters and the big three, it was different. You you got them to buy into you know deferring. We we're just talking about this before you came on the air. Deferring their superstardom, their shots, their touches, uh, all their glory for the sake of the team. And you got them to buy into defense. Uh, defense. It seems to me that was the hard part. Does it change again next year? Since this is the ultimate object lesson that you bought into what I told you would work. It sure as heck worked. Now does your job change next year because they bought into the system and now it's something else?
1: Yeah, it, you know, the system is sold. I can say that. You know, they, they really trusted the offense uh, and the defense. I mean, last the last game of the year, obviously, uh, against the Lakers, it both clicked perfect. You know, the extra passing, one time we almost got a 24-second violation because we were passing up good shots, looking for great shots. Uh, the defensive rotations were great. That part will be easy. Uh, the sell of them doing it again as, as far as the work part, That'll be the tough part, and I know that going in. I've already given that some thought.
0: Hey, this is a question that you and Kevin and Paul and Ray could not have answered until the night before last, but now I can ask it. Now that you've uh, uh, drunk from the championship cup, if you will, is the feeling that you had an addictive feeling that makes you want much, much more than you had? Or is there just a little bit of my thirst has been quenched. I know what it tastes like. I'm not nearly as maniacal to get it again.
1: Well, I would say my thirst has been quenched, but uh, I think it makes you want it more. You know, you want it. You want to do it again. Mm -hmm. Uh, It felt great. Uh, And guys, uh, I I think as as crazy as it sounds, yesterday felt better than uh, the day we wanted. And today feels even better. Uh, Having said that, I'm already thinking, and and I think, and I'm I'm sure my players aren't are not doing that yet, but you definitely start thinking, man, uh, let's get more. Right.
2: You're, yeah, Everyone's gonna look at you now and say, boy, he's really smart. You know, he's he's. he's yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> do you feel smarter today than you did a year ago today?
1: No, I, I really don't. I, it, it's funny, uh, Stan Caston. I don't know if you guys know Stan. Sure. Oh, yeah. uh, he's with the Washington Nationals now. Uh, but he was my GM when I was with the Hawks. And when we made the trade, uh, he, he texted me a message, and it basically said, you'll be no smarter today than you were yesterday. Uh, don't forget that tomorrow. <laughs> and um, I agree with that. I mean, it didn't change much. I haven't done much uh, as far as anything different. Uh, but the talent's better. Um, obviously, I had to coach differently with this group of guys than I did last year with the group of guys I had. Uh, but it's nothing that we did uh, that I did anything um, different.
2: And hey, we look at teams who throw a bunch of talent, uh, throw a bunch of money, and, and and throw a bunch of talent together in an attempt to win and win. Now, see it all the time. The Detroit Tigers just did it, and they're struggling. The Washington Mets. Redskins do it every year. Phoenix acquiring Shaq uh was there a moment we stopped and said this is to, you know this might be one of those kind of deals where you just get a bunch of talent and hope it works and it doesn't or did you know because of the people involved that this was not just one of those deals where you were desperately trying to win now and you had the right combination
1: I thought I did I you know guys I really was not, I was not sure um you know because we hadn't been together obviously they all came in in September and And worked out a month early, which i I thought was huge uh for our basketball team because they not only worked out but they had to play together and get to know each other um But again, when we were in Rome and just the interaction with guys um you kind of felt that uh this would not be that group and honestly, I give Kevin most of that credit because he was so focused in our shoot arounds and our practices you know on the third day when we put our offense in. Uh, we stayed probably two to three hours extra, uh, two, three days in a row, because he wanted to get it down. He, he wanted to get the whole thing in. And you could see mm. some of the other guys were like, gosh, we're going to be here all day. Uh, <laughs> but because he didn't want to hear it, everyone did it. And you just felt that um, it would work. The only question I had with our guys, and and it's always going up to the playoffs, I was really nervous about that we hadn't been tested through the year. Mm. You know, I didn't think we really had any tests during the regular season. I guess coming out of all-star break, uh, you know, we lost those three games in a row. Uh, But to me, it it really wasn't much of a test, you know, uh, more than we were coming off the break and and hadn't been together. So I was concerned about that. And then, obviously, we get into the playoffs with Atlanta and, and go through that tough series and then go through that tough series with Cleveland. You know, now that we survived it, I thought it was the most important thing that happened to us all year.
0: Hey, Doc, it's probably your nature to be shy and demure and humble and deferential when people walk up to you, as I'm sure they have since you won, and will do it going forward through this offseason, and look you in the eye and tell you that was amazing. You kicked the crap out of Phil Jackson from a one-on-one coaching standpoint. What do you say to those people? Because you know what? That's what everybody's saying.
1: Well, I mean, it's flattering. I can tell you that. and It's really nice to hear Uh, You know, but again, having said that, the players have to execute the plan. And I thought at the end of the day, I had 12 guys who were willing to listen to me and follow me, uh, whether we were up by, you know, 20 or down by 20 and and really I think that was the difference.
2: Hey, the same people said Mike
0: Woodson almost kicked your ass. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> That's
1: exactly right. Hey Doc,
0: who was tougher to defend in the last uh well, the third the second and the fourth series, LeBron or Kobe? Who presents more problems for you and Tom?
1: Oh gosh, they they both do. You know, it's funny Tom and I were sitting in my office. We were only two guys in the office yesterday. Uh why we were there, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, you know, I I I went there to um, you know, Bring my kids to the facility so they can just play basketball, and Tom said he had nothing to do, so he just came to the office <laughs> <laughs> and we were we were talking about that, and um, we went back and forth on it, you know at, at the end, I think we settled on Kobe uh, just the fact that he can shoot the basketball mm-hmm. and uh, from so many different angles, uh, he brings the ball up uh, he, he they, they both are very, very tough we We both thought the toughest series for us was, was Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And our entire staff, Armand Hill, uh, brought that up right after the game. He said, you know, the Lakers were tough, but the toughest series we had in our minds was Cleveland. And and that was probably the biggest surprise of the playoffs. We actually thought going into the playoffs, we loved where we were at, obviously in the one seat, but we loved that Cleveland was in that seat as well because we didn't think going into the series that they were as strong and we were mm-hmm. proven wrong. They were a difficult team Uh, Because they were the best defensive team that we played besides ourselves.
2: Uh, Speaking of defense, Doc, do you expect to lose Thibodeau and or Posey?
1: Uh, No, I don't. I mean, Posey, obviously, with free agency, we don't know. Uh, Tom, definitely not. Um, I wanted to. I can tell you that. I wanted him to get a head coaching job. And, you know, him and Armand got – they both – people called about both of them. uh, But no one gave either one an interview. And, you know, I don't know if the fact that we are still playing hurt hurt both of the guys or not. Um, I actually made some calls to GMs myself about uh, both guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, all the jobs are full. And uh, so, no, I don't I don't anticipate losing either one. And, speaking and, of- and with Pose, you know, that's going to be a tough one, guys. You know, yeah. with free agency, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll opt out. I don't know that. Um, and then we're going to have to try to get him back. He was important to our team.
0: Speaking of uh, fielding phone calls or not taking them, what have you been offered and turned down and or accepted since you won the championship, Doc?
1: Oh, I've been offered a lot. Yeah. I've turned down everything. What, what have you been offered? Uh, What's the most uh, interesting? Yeah, you know, just little deals here and there. And I'm pretty much going to do what I do, be invisible in the summer as much as I can, um, go spend some time on a golf course. Yeah. You guys are invited, of course, if yeah. you'd like to play one. Excellent. Hey, uh, <laughs> you're a but veteran. Other than that, Dr- I, I haven't been invited uh, – a couple of uh, guys I know have invited me uh, uh, to a golf trip where they would pay the whole trip and the private planes and, and all that. Oh. I may take them up on that part of the deal.
0: <laughs> See,
1: you're a smart guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No
2: no, Leno or Letterman or Conan for you, Doc?
1: No, I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. I, I really do. I think it should be about the players, and I'm just going to – Stay in my little world and have fun and enjoy it.
0: Hey, we, we, we've we read bits and pieces about the uh, last year's Duck Tour things, and you're going to be a veteran when you get on the Ducks today. Uh, yeah. W- was that what the, re- was the rest of the public sitting around with cameras around their necks as well, or was it just a private Duck Tour between uh, you and the players?
1: It was just a private tour. It was just Paul Ray, Kevin, and myself, <laughs> and, and the guy uh, driving the boat. I wish I could remember the name because he was great. You know, he kind of – knew that uh not to say much and but when they were silenced, he went into the normal duck tour uh, <laughs> uh so it, it was it was pretty comical you know he was like pointing at buildings over here but he did the duck tour as if the red Sox or the patriots was on it he didn't do it as it was a sightseeing tour. He was saying, this is the bridge that the Patriots went under. and This is where uh, someone threw a baseball out on to Manny. I mean, he was, he was tremendous, whoever the guy was. And, and did your players look at you like you're absolutely crazy? Well, they did when I pulled – you know, they were sitting in my apartment in the lobby, and um, the boat pulls up, and I said, let's go. And they were looking <laughs> at me, and then when we walked out to the boat, they were. you could see Kevin and Ray especially – was like, what the heck are we doing? First of all, I made him wake up extremely early yeah. uh, to get down to the apartment. Paul knew right away. Um, he didn't know exactly what we were doing, but he knew about the Duck Tour. And, and once we got on, I explained it to him that this is what we're going to take uh, at, towards the end of June. And, um, and this is what the Red Sox had done, and this is what the Patriots had done. And, and so uh, they all three had a big smile on their face. And mm-hmm. then it, that's when we got into team goals and what I needed from them Mm -hmm. uh, in order for us to win.
0: Were people on the sidewalk recognizing you guys and waving and screaming at you?
1: You know, two people, if you can – it's amazing. We went through the entire city and, you know, but it was covered in our – you know, we were talking so much that no one noticed. Yeah. But I remember the one guy at a stoplight just went crazy, and and he actually yelled, uh, uh, your time will come. So. Whoever the guy was, he caught on quicker than everyone else did.
2: Did you go in the water? I know you're not going in the yes. water
1: today. You did. Yeah, we did the water. We did everything.
2: Hey, Doc, we talked to Wick uh, Grosbeck yesterday, and, and you know, God knows he was delirious, but he said last year, you know, in one of the meetings, some of the meetings they had with all the basketball staff and his staff and everybody, that occasionally the idea would be floated that maybe we should change coaches. And, you know, that that happens in every organization, no surprise to you. But he also said they also often wondered whether you were thinking of moving on, you know, personally saying, you know, you're not going to fire me. I'm leaving.
1: Did, did, yeah, it's funny. Did you think um, about that? Yeah, oh, no doubt. Uh, you know, more due to family than than team, um, right. honestly. And, you know, Danny called me and, and said they have a contract you know, done with my agent, and um, you know that contract set for I would say a good week before I signed it. I actually, came in town and and we golfed, and uh, Danny after the round says, "Hey, I have something in my car that I'd like you to sign." And uh, so, you know, it was really uh, it was funny because you know I had gone I, I did I went back and forth on it, um, and you know finally I ended up signing it uh, in the parking lot at, at Turner Hill. Uh, golf course on top of Danny's car you did uh, When? what month was this that was uh pretty late I mean I had the one year left so I knew if I didn't sign it it wasn't a big deal mm-hmm. um you know but I just kept going back and forth because you know I, I wasn't sure I, I mean I, I love coaching obviously but you know just with all the family travel and that and you know it was. It, we did have two tough years in a row um but I I I end up signing it and and I'm very happy I did, obviously.
0: Doc, my guess is that about an hour and a half from now when you and your players, in particular the three you took on the duck boat tour, climb aboard those ducks. There'll be a smile and a and a glance and a handshake uh exchanged as you recall the the first time you were on there. But my guess is this one's gonna feel a little different than the one where just the four of you were on board.
1: Yeah, it sure will. I took a cab over here to the arena uh today with uh my two of my my two of my boys and um I'm, I'm. I was already amazed how crowded the streets were, yeah. and, and how wild people are, and it's awesome. I mean, it's it's an awesome feeling just to see that something uh, we've done uh, has brought so much joy to so many people. It, it really is. You underestimate that. Uh, I already have, and uh, you know, you're really humbled by it. I can tell you that.
0: All right. I want you to handicap who is most likely to pull a bun on your squad <laughs> on the duck boats
1: oh, today. It's easy, Glenn Davis. <laughs> yeah, that was your there, choice. There's no doubt about yeah. who, who will be the wildest. Uh, he definitely will be.
2: Hey, what, just a completely uh, irrelevant question here. Did Sam Cassell, did you ask him if he wanted to go in the game six, go play a couple minutes, and he said, no, let those guys stay out there?
1: Yeah, that was really classy. He uh, says, hey, coach, I'm good. I, I've been here before, and I'm here now. Mm. Uh, let those guys play and have fun. They deserve it.
2: And I assume you think Cassell and P.J. Brown, their time is done here.
1: Yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, I hope not, especially with P.J. Uh, you know, he told me it's probably over. Uh, and I said, well, I've heard that before from you, and, and we have the gift of talking people out of it. Mm-hmm. So, And he started laughing. Uh, but I think he'll think about coming back. I'm not sure if he will. I don't think either one will. See,
2: I don't think – I think you should have got a technical for taunting when you put a, a big baby on Gasol. I mean, that that was just – he got a seven-foot – and you put this little six, whatever he is, seven or six eight. Six-by-six. Six-by-six <laughs> guy. And you put a guy who was retired and home with his family in February on Gasol. I mean, yeah, you, that was nice. Huh? You, you,
1: you know, baby was fantastic. When you think about it, as much as he said, and the, coming to that game – and yeah. I told him before the game there was a very good chance he was playing tonight – uh, it's funny, I told Danny before the game, I just had a a, you know, a feel for Baby because I thought it was going to be an energy game. And Baby obviously uh, plays well in those type of games. But I, he gets under your skin, guys. He really does. Uh, and he did with Gasol.
0: Well, Doc, as we wrap this thing uh, up for the final time this season, uh, on behalf of Jerry and all of our listeners who have enjoyed every single conversation with you during the course of this uh, amazing and very entertaining season, uh, I personally want to thank you for your honesty and your candor and your patience and your ability to listen to some of our stupid questions and actually ask like we a- answer like we know what we're talking about and, and really shed some light on what's been a, a, a tremendous season to watch, even from afar, Doc. Thanks very much. Well, guys, much.
1: I really appreciate it, and I'll tell you this. I thought your question was far smarter this year than they were <laughs> in the two previous years. Well, I'll tell you that. They're all getting smarter. That's because
0: you were smarter than, than you were last year as well.
1: Exactly. Hey, Doc,
0: we're going to have our people get in touch with your people to get the signed shirt. Can you handle Paul and you signing it?
1: I will definitely get it done.
0: And we'll get the bucket and uh, we'll, sign, we'll get this thing uh, to the Shamrock Foundation and earn some big bucks for you tomorrow. I love it. Thank Doc, you. Enjoy yourself have today. Fun well deserved. Oh, thank you, guys. Doc Rivers with Dennis and Callahan.